the congregation to please stand and read the word of God. It's in Second Peter chapter 2. I'm sorry, my uh, slide is not uh, working because we had a different... Uh, Second Peter, it says here, Dear friends, we can read all together. Dear friends, this is now the second letter I've written you. In both, I awaken your pure understanding with a reminder so that you can remember the words previously spoken by the holy prophets and the commandment of our Lord and Savior through your apostles. First, be aware of these scoffers who come in the last days to scoff, following their own lust, saying, Where is the promise of his coming? For ever since the fathers fall asleep, all things continue as they have been seen the beginning of creation. They will soon ignore this. Long ago, the heavens and the earth existed out of the water and through water by the word of God. Through this, the word of the time perished when it was flooded by the water. Okay, next verse. But by the same word, the present heavens and earth are held in store for fire, being kept until the day of judgment and destruction of the ungodly men. Dear friends, don't let this one thing escape you. With the Lord one day is like a thousand years, and a thousand years like one day. The Lord does not delay his promise, as some understand delay, but is patient with you, not wanting any to perish, but all to come to repentance. But the day of the Lord will come like a thief. On that day, the heavens will pass away with a loud noise. The elements will burn and be dissolved, and the earth and works on it will be disclosed. Since all these things are to be destroyed in this way, it is clear what sort of people you should be in holy conduct and godliness. As you wait for and earnestly desire the coming of the day of God, because of which the heavens will be on fire and be dissolved, and the elements will melt with the heat. But based on his promise, we wait for new heavens and a new earth, where righteousness will dwell. Last verse. Therefore, dear friends, while we wait for these things, make every effort to be found in peace without spot or blemish before him. Let's pray. Oh, Heavenly Father, thank you so much, O oh God, that uh, today, O oh Lord, you have given us a wonderful opportunity, O oh God, that we can worship you, Father. Father God, indeed, we are in the last days, O oh Lord. Thank you so much, O oh God, that because of that, O oh Lord, because of your love, because of your great sacrifice, Father God, we have hope, O oh Lord. We have a hope that we will be with you in heaven, Father God. Thank you, O Lord. Bless your servant. Give me wisdom, O God. I remember 
your word to Prophet Jeremiah, O God. You have chosen me, O Lord. And also, Father God, this morning I was doubting, Father God, that, uh, oh Lord, I don't want to speak. I'm, I was like Moses, Father God, but, uh, you know, you are the one who, who gave me mouth, O oh God. You created my mouth, O oh Lord. And my words, O oh Lord, is not my words, but your words, O oh God. Bless us, give us wisdom, Father. In Jesus' name we pray, amen. You can now be seated. Okay. On the last day of the sale, uh, Black Friday, I was uh, we were, uh, we were traveling, and I uh, actually I was watching the news, and I saw all the people were, you know, patiently waiting for the for the store to open, and just and just you know run ahead and just they don't care whoever the person they hurt, but but the thing is that they just want to get the TV and save a hundred bucks and, you know, hurt a person that will cost that person a thousand bucks to go to the hospital and fix whatever was destroyed in, the, in, in, her, in, in his or her body. But I was so really amazed at how people will just, you know, especially in the last day sale, yeah, I will go on that one because I can save a lot of money. And the people will just buy, buy these things, buy that but it will just end up in their garage or whatever they want to put that place. And God reminded me, um, for the past month, I was thinking about, Lord, how am I going to speak about your word about the last day? It's so hard to explain it because the people right now, Father God, they don't care about what will going to happen in the future. What they care is what is important right now, what I see. And Lord, I was reminded also as a Christian, and actually God reminded me, Hey, Chris, you also forgotten the last days. Yeah, I've been, I've been reading the Word of God for, for eight years, ten years now. When it comes to the last, for the word of God that, that speaks about the last days, Lord, oh, is this going to happen? No, I, I, I think not. Lord, just, you know, I don't know. But you said it in your word, but, and I, I believe it. I know it's going to happen. I know it will come. And the question is, are, are we ready? This this earth, this beautiful earth, I showed my wife of it, uh, last, last week about the live telecast of NASA. And actually, it's free. You can uh, click the link. You'll see earth. It, was, it is beautiful as the International Space Station is uh, hovering above the earth. You'll see how earth is so beautiful. God created it so beautiful. And then it came into my mind, Lord, in the last day, you're going to destroy this earth. Lord, in the last day, this earth is going to be like a wood that is burning. 
Lord, this is so beautiful, but you're going to destroy it because of sin. In the last day, Paul said in, um, in, uh, first, uh, in 2 Peter chapter 3, verse 3, it says there, Know this first of all, that in the last days, mockers will come with their mocking, following after their own lust. Lord, they've been mocking your word for a thousand years, and until now, they've been mocking your word concerning your return. Lord, are you really going to come? Lord, I don't know, but you know, I was, I was really, really contemplating this, this word, Lord, probably they were right, because, you know, it's been a thousand years. Yes, thank you. You know, but the Lord said, He will come in the last days. And Apostle Peter reminded me, he said, remember this, brothers. Remember the words spoken beforehand by the holy prophets and the commandment of the Lord and Savior spoken by your apostles. Know this first of all. In the last days, mockers will come with their, with, with their mocking. You, we keep on hearing in the, in the television that people, no, there's no God actually. If there's a God, why did he not destroy the world like he said long time ago? If there's any God at all. You know, we spend, we spend billions of dollars for these scientists. We pay them billions of Actually, we pay them. When, we say I, when I say we pay them, we pay them with our taxes. We pay them to, to dis, disprove God's existence. You might not know it, the Hubble, uh, the, 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 Hubble, the Hubble telescope was sent to the outer space not because they want to study the star or whatsoever. They want to see if there's any aliens outside the Earth. Guys, we've been paying that a, thousand, a billion dollars. And last, uh, last year, I believe, we sent a rover craft in Mars, how much did we spend for that? Just to disprove the existence of God. And the people here on earth right now, we are mocking God. Lord, there, oh, there is nothing, you know, it will never happen. The last days, it will never happen. But Apostle Peter was right. In the last days, the mockers will come and, and they will mock the existence of God. And guess what? The Lord said in Matthew 24, the lawlessness will increase. What is happening to our country right now? Apostle Peter said, the following after their own lust, people will just do whatever they want. Hey, come on. It's good. You know, we, we, we view sin as a good thing right now. It's good to kill a, to kill a person. It's good to rape a person. This, it's, there's nothing bad at all. As long as, you know, it's good. As long as you enjoyed it, it's good. 
as long as you don't, you don't uh, uh, cross on my boundary, that's, that's fine. You know what you're injecting to yourself? That's fine. That's good. But the thing is that, is it good in the eyes of God? Is it good in our spiritual body? In the eyes of God, sin is sin, and nothing less, and nothing more. In Jude chapter 1, verse 18, it says also here, They said to you in the last time, they will be scoffers following their own ungodly passion. Even in the New Testament, it was already happening. Apostle Peter knew that the last days has already started. We have a term in, our, in, a, in a seminary, that the grace period. We are actually in the grace period where we are waiting for the second coming of our Lord Jesus Christ. The mockers or the scoffers are scoffing the existence of God. They are showing contempt to the word, to the character of God. Satan grabbed this opportunity for the people to really hold that, oh yeah, there's no God. If there's God, where is justice? What is happening in our country right now? There's no justice. But even in, in the Old Testament, in Isaiah chapter 5, verse 19, the people were really scoffing God. Really, they, they are really showing contempt. They said here, who say, let him be quick, let him speed his work, that we may see it. Let the counsel of the Holy One of Israel draw near, and let it come, that we may know it. To see is to believe. That's our motto, right? Even the people in the Old Testament, that's what they want. Hey, if there is a God, you know, come on, show, show yourself. They're trying to, te they are testing God. And this is God's answer to them. In Ez uh, Ezekiel chapter 12, verse 21 to 28. I'm going to read it for you. And the word of the Lord came to me, son of man, what is this proverb that you have about the land of Israel saying? The days grow long and every vision comes to nothing. Tell them therefore, that says the Lord God, I will put an end to this proverb and and they shall no more use it as a proverb in Israel. But say to them, The days are near and the fulfillment of every vision. For there shall be no more any false vision or flattering divination within the house of Israel. For I am the Lord. I will speak the word that I will speak. That I will speak the word. And it will be performed. It will no longer be delayed, but in your days, a rebellious house. 
I will speak the word and perform it, declares the Lord God. And the word of God, Lord, came to me, son of man. Behold, they of the house of Israel say, the vision that he sees is for many days from now, and he prophesies of times far off. Therefore say to them, that says the Lord God, none of my words will be delayed any longer, but the word that I speak will be performed, declares the Lord God. That is God speaking to his people. But the same people who says, where is God? I thought he's going to come again. I thought he's going to judge this, this earth. But they keep on forgetting. Because of the sin of the people, God destroyed the earth through flood. Remember Noah? It's not a myth. Even archaeologists are finding many uh, evidence that the flood really existed. God destroyed the earth through flood. But because he loves his creation, he promised that he's not going to destroy again the earth through flood. How, and then how is he going to destroy the earth then? He's going to destroy it through fire. In verse 8 of 2 Peter chapter 3, verse uh, 8, it says here, But do not let this one fact escape you notice, beloved, that with the Lord one day is like a thousand years, and a thousand years like one day. I'm turning 31 next, next week. But as far as I can remember, the 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 fondest memory I can remember is when I was seven years old. I told myself that day, I want to be like, you know, a grown man. I want to be like in a thirties, in a you know, I can do anything I want and uh, enjoy the life. As I was uh, meditating those years, I told myself, wow, 20, 26 years has gone by so fast, I, I didn't even notice it. The Lord says, the word of the Lord says, one day is like a thousand years, and a thousand years like one day. He reminded us that his time is not like our time. Probably, my, what is the oldest guy or the person lives, uh, that is living now in this earth? You know? I think he, uh, that person is 116 or 16 or 15 years old. I think he's, uh, uh, he's from Japan. Consider this. If a one day... It's like a thousand years, and a thousand years is like one day for the Lord. Imagine 116 for God. An hour? 
Imagine your life, five, 50 years, 70 years, with the oldest person here in the, in the church. There's a lot of nanas here. But you know, if you're 80 years old, imagine that in the eyes of God. A second. But these people were trying to mock God. They say in Psalms chapter 90, verse 2 and 4, Before the mountains were born, or you gave birth to the earth and the world, even from everlasting to everlasting, you are God. You turn man back into dust and say, Return, O children of men. For a thousand years in your sight are like yesterday, when it passes by, or as the watch in the night. A thousand years is like a yesterday for God. I want you to do this. I just close your eyes. Come on, I'm not going to do anything in your face or whatever. Just close your eyes. Okay, I want you to breathe in or inhale. Don't hold it. Exhale. Inhale. Exhale. Now open your eyes. Are you not glad that you are alive today? Aren't you not glad? Are you not thankful that you are here today? Because if God will not allow you to wake up today, probably your family is crying or you're sad. But the Lord allowed you to live another day. In Psalm 39.5, Behold, you, may, you have made my days as hand breaths and my lifetime as nothing in your sight. Surely every man at his best is mere breath. God is the one giving us all this. What is the day of the Lord anyway? What is the last day anyway? In verse 10 of 2 Peter chapter 3, it says here, But the day of the Lord will come like a thief in which the heavens will pass away with a roar and the elements will be destroyed with intense heat and the earth and its works will be burned up. What is the day of the Lord? The day of the Lord is the judgment day when He will come here on earth to judge the people. It says here, He will come like a thief. Have you seen a thief or, or a person that wants to steal something will ask you about, hey, Hey, uh, Marion, I'm going to steal your dog tomorrow. Can I? Have you, see, have you seen a person or heard a story like that? I think we'll just come in where we, we're not aware of that, hey, some, someone just, just stole something in, in my house. We don't know it. The day of the Lord will come like a thief, which the heavens will pass away. 
and the elements will be destroyed with intense heat. And in Matthew chapter 24, verse 43, this is God, this is the Lord Jesus Christ speaking. But be sure of this, that if the head of the house had known at what time of the night the thief was coming, he would have been on the alert and would not have allowed his house to be broken into. The day of the Lord is like a thief in the night. He will come. Everybody will not even know it. It will just come. And when he comes, the heaven will pass away. The heavens will be destroyed. The earth, as we know it, we've seen a lot of movies about uh, the day after tomorrow. And what's that? A lot of movies about uh, the destruction of earth. But the thing is that, you know, the Lord will come and destroy the earth. In Revelation chapter 3, verse 3, So remember what you have received and heard, and keep it and repent. Therefore, if you do not wake up, I will come like a thief, and you will not know at what hour I will come to you. then why is it that until now, the Lord is not coming yet? Do you know? I'll let you know. It says in verse 8, But do not let this one fact escape your notice, beloved, that with the Lord one day is like a thousand years, and a thousand years like one day. In verse 9, the Lord is not slow about his promise, as some count slowness, but it is patient toward you, not wishing for any peri- not wishing for any to perish, but all to come to repentance. If the Lord will come now, as in now, millions, billions of people will die. They're not just gonna die. You know, oh, I'm dead, that's it. Okay, let's be happy again. No. Those who don't have relationship with God, with our Lord Jesus Christ, we're going to die a second death. We're going to die in hell. Why? Because God said, for the wages of sin is death. In Romans 3.22. All have sinned. People are sinners. I was a sinner. But God delivers me when I accepted Him as my personal Lord and Savior. I'm not holy. You know, I'm not going to tell you that, hey, I'm, I, I don't sin no more. Yes, I still sin. That's, that's part of me as my sinful nature. But God forgave my sin, and he welcomed me into his family. If God will return, will come today, as in today, many of us here, we're going to die. 
because they don't know, they don't have any relationship with God, with the Lord Jesus Christ. The question is, if God will return today, are you sure you will go to heaven? If not, brothers and sisters, all you have to do is believe God. Accept Him as your personal Lord and Savior. In John 3.16, we all know this. We, I, we always quote this uh, Bible verse. Pastor, Pastor Ken and I, we always tell this and we always even show this to, to, the, uh, to, to the PowerPoint. God said, For God so loved the world that He gave His only begotten Son, that whosoever believes in Him will not perish but have eternal life. The day of the Lord will come. But do you have eternal life? It's not about religion. God said, God did not say, hey, you just join a religion, you'll be saved. Then Lord, why come 2,000 years ago and, and suffer to be crucified just, you know, just out of nothing? And all we have to do is just join a religion? Come on. Why bother come? You don't have to, to, to leave your throne. Just, just stay there and we'll just join a religion. Or Lord, you don't have to be crucified in the, on, on the cross. We'll just, go, we'll just do good things, good works. And that's it. We're saved. No, that's not how the Bible tells about God. He said, those who don't have relation the relationship with the Lord, they will all going to die in hell. The reason why the Lord is not here today is because He loves us so much. And until now, He's waiting for you to repent, to go back to His arm. And when I was reading this, this, this verse, Lord, I was really crying, Lord, I praise you and worship you, Father God, because you're so, pa you're so patiently waiting for us. We're supposed to, be, to die, but you know, because you love us so much, you waited a thousand years just waiting for us to repent and go back to you. Lord, thank you so much. Thank you, God. That you're not here. Because if you're not here today, it means this is our last day. And a lot of people will die. Two, uh, two weeks ago, we, I had a, uh, a wonderful opportunity to share the gospel to the old folks. At, uh, I forgot the name of that uh, nursing home again. Capital uh, Nursing Home at Newburn. There was this uh, 15 old people, not old, I'm sorry. I'm sorry for the word. No, I'm sorry. Uh, blessed years. They have, you know, the God blessed them with so many years. And um, I was sharing, you know, the word of God. And they were so happy. And they were so singing for God. And, and I, I've heard 
a, a hymn that I've never heard before. You know, I, I praise God for that. Lord, these are the people that I want to be with in heaven because they're going to be singing a lot of hymns. And when I told, when I told them that every, everybody's going to die, they're not afraid to die. Praise God for that. Actually, they're excited. They're excited to die. Now, I'm not telling you that they're going to commit suicide or not, or whatsoever, but, you know, they're excited to meet God. Lord, how I wish your people is like this, oh God. You know, if you ask a person, do you want to die? Do you want to go to heaven? Yes. Do you want to die now? Probably, you know, 10, 15 years from now. I didn't even enjoy my life. Let me enjoy my life first. Come on. I'm still young. But compared to heaven, this is nothing. Because it's going to be destroyed. In, in Isaiah, Isaiah chapter 30, verse 18, says the Lord therefore the Lord longs to be gracious to you and therefore he waits on high to have compassion on you for the Lord is a God of justice how blessed are all those who long for him in Ezekiel chapter 18 verse 23 says here do I have any pleasure in the death of the wicked declares the Lord God rather than that he should Turn from his ways and live the city. God does not find any pleasure in the death of the wicked. That is why, until now, he is holding that day. That's why, until now, we are enjoying in our lives. That's why, until now, we have the opportunity to repent and ask God for forgiveness and accept Him as our personal Lord and Savior. God, in 1 Timothy chapter 2, verse 4, God desires all men to be saved and to come to the knowledge of truth. He desires for you to be saved. I challenge you tonight as you go home, make it a, a challenge for yourself. Read the Bible, the whole, the entire Bible, and find it if there's any word or any sentence that says, God wants you to join that religion and for you to be saved. And if you find one, you can confront me. And I'll tell you, I'm not going to say anything. But if not, God is giving you this opportunity. Lord, you want me to, to be saved. You want me to, to have fellowship with you in heaven. Lord, you want me to enjoy your presence in heaven. And I thank you for that. 
in 1 Timothy chapter 5, verse 6, 6. For there is one God and one mediator also between God and man, the man Christ Jesus, who gave himself as a ransom for all the testimony given at the proper time. So there is only one God and only one mediator. Only one. We don't need... Uh, uh, last night, uh, one of our... Uh, visitor, actually, she's, she was late from our Bible study. I, I forget again her name. What? No, no, the, the Vietnamese. Jenny. Her name is Jenny. And I asked her, what do you believe about Buddhism? I, and she told me, actually, I don't believe about Buddhism. I, I didn't uh, uh, study about Buddhism. But, you know, in, the, in, in my country... We pray for our ancestors. And I told her, you know what, you don't need to do that. You don't need to, to pray for dead people. Because there is only one mediator for us between God and man. That is Jesus Christ. Nothing, no one else is going to mediate us but only the Lord Jesus Christ. And he said, you know, I, I want to, to have that opportunity to sit with her and just, just talk about the love of the Lord. But I know she's also in a hurry and she wants, she wants to go home. But, uh, you know, she, she has an open heart for God. I know I don't have time, I, uh, but tonight, uh, today, God has given us this opportunity to know Him and to reconnect again. Our Lord God is our Creator. He created us. In Genesis, it was a perfect creation. But sin came in and destroyed everything. When I say sin, everybody has this one. But the thing is that God also provided a way for us to reconnect again to Him. If you are not sure where you are going, where you go, where you're going, if you die today. Let me tell you this. There is only one way. The Lord Jesus Christ. And the last verses for, for, first, uh, for, the, for, the, for chapter 3, it says here, Therefore, beloved, since you look for these things, be diligent to be found by him in peace, spotless and blameless, and regard the patience of our Lord as salvation. Just as also our beloved brother Paul, according to the wisdom given him, wrote to you, as also in all his letters, speaking in them of, of this thing in, in which <coughs> are some things hard to understand, which the unthought and unstable distort, as they also the rest of the scriptures to their own destruction. You therefore, beloved, knowing 
that this beforehand be on your guard so that you are not carried away by the error of the unprincipled man and fall from your own steadfastness. But grow in the grace and knowledge of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. To him be the glory both now and to the day of eternity. Actually, these last verses in the Bible is exhorti- uh, for exhortation for Christians. That first, we need to be faithful in our walk with our Christ. Second, that we need to be submerged to God's word. And third, this, that we need to be sensitive to the Holy Spirit. And four, that we need to be a doer, not just a hearer. And fifth, that we need to be fruitful by growing in His grace. Let us pray. Oh, Heavenly Father, thank you so much, O God. I, I know we don't have so much time, O Lord. But thank you, O God, that you have given us the opportunity to hear your word, Father God. You said in your words, O Lord, that you will destroy this earth. You will judge the people, O God. And those who don't have the Lord Jesus Christ as their personal, personal Lord and Savior, O Lord, will be judged and will be put to death in a second death, O God. That is hell. O Father, thank you so much, O God, that today, O Lord, just allowed us, O God, to live and hear your word, Father. Thank you, Father God, that you love us so much, Father. Thank you, Lord Jesus Christ that you died on the cross, O God, for my sin. Just for my sin, O Lord. And while you are being crucified on that cross 2,000 years ago, O God, O Lord Jesus, you are thinking of me, O Lord. Brothers and sisters, he, he, is think, he was thinking of you when he was crucified on that cross. I was thinking of you. Imagine every nail that was pierced, his hand, his, his feet, every agony that he feels while he was shouting, Abba, Abba, why have you forsaken me? He was thinking of you. While all the blood was gushing out in his body, while the sun was torturing him, while he was thirsty, he was thinking of you. We were supposed to be on that cross. We were supposed to be the one to die on that cross. But God gave us a wonderful gift, the Lord Jesus Christ, His beloved Son, to die for us. 
You don't have to, 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 to do good works. You don't have to join a religion. You don't have to be knowledgeable on, on everything. You don't have to be rich to be saved. All He wants you to do is come and accept Him as your personal Lord and Savior. If God is speaking to you right now, I pray that don't harden your heart. And you can accept God through this prayer. And I'm going to pray and you can, you can pray with this prayer. Lord, I learned that I'm a sinner. And I've been sinning throughout my life, oh God. And Father God, I learned that because I am a sinner, I'm supposed to die in hell. But you have, given a one, you have given me a wonderful gift, the Lord Jesus Christ. He died for me on that cross. Lord, I accept him as my personal Lord and Savior. And I repent for my sin. And take control of my life. And thank you for forgiving my sins. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. If you prayed that prayer, thousands of angels are rejoicing right now. And if you are still, you don't still understand, you're still confused and you want more, you want to learn more, you can approach us, Pastor Ken and me, or the elders, or or our, our leaders, our deacons here. Let me close in prayer. Oh God, thank you, Father. Thank you, O Lord, that you are still patiently waiting for your people you called to repent. Thank you, God. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen.